Hi, JJ with the Art of Value. I wanted to discover the story of why Monish Pabrai invested in Alibaba recently and then sold the stock and swapped it out for 10 cent instead. I've compiled quotes from three recent interviews to see exactly what he said about that and to see what he thinks about both companies as investments now. So what's in this video is why Pabrai did that and the timing of it. Why did he do it at that time? And also a bit of a bull and bear case for Alibaba along the way to find out how it's going to do over the 10, next 10 years or so as he sees it. Now this is of personal interest to me because I own Baba and it's down a lot since I bought it. There are other investors apart from Pabra who own it of course, super investors that still hold it and have actually bought recently I see from Dataroma. So the investors that hold it, of course Charlie Munger, he owns a big percentage, I think 20% of not his personal portfolio but of Daily Journal and Bill Miller owns it. Guy Spear, Thomas Russo, Prem Watson, and David Tepper, they all own it. Super investors, if you look on Dataroom, you'll see that. And so I'm interested about what you think. So let me know in comments, what do you think of Baba as an investment, say, over the next five to ten years? Do you agree with these investors who hold it, or do you agree with Pabro who sold it and think 10 cents better? What do you think? I'd love to know your thoughts. Pabro has mentioned Alibaba in three recent interviews. And I went through those interviews and pulled out exactly what he said. I want to get what he said exactly right. And I'll give my interpretations and comments on what he said. So the quotes from three recent talks. The first one's going back to December 2021. So it was with Everything Money. You might know that YouTube channel. The guy's there. CFA Society of Mexico on August 17th. So pretty recent. The Asian Institute of Technology in Bangkok on August the 30th. So really recent. Really recent thoughts. And his thoughts kind of change over time a little bit, but he reveals more about why he bought and sold and what he thinks of the companies. So let's get into it. So forgive me if I'm reading a little bit as we go along, because I want to get Pabro's quotes exactly right. Firstly, he says, I'd say Alibaba is a great business. It got into the crosshairs of the Chinese Communist Party. That's usually not a good thing. Of course, what he's referring to there, you'll probably know if you're interested in Alibaba or you're a shareholder, that there was focus on Jack Ma. The Jack Ma said a few things in public that the government didn't like. And then there was this ongoing crackdown on, on uh, internet companies in particular, especially those listed in the US. And there was talk of delisting from the US. There still is. That's ongoing. And the stock prices just plummeted. It was a crash, including Tencent and, and Alibaba, the companies that we're talking about today. Both of those crashed a lot. So there was, for value investors, there was an opportunity there to buy and Charlie Munger bought, and Pabrai's a cloner, you know, a shameless cloner. So he never said whether he copied Munger into the investment, but he definitely bought at that stage at, at a fairly inexpensive price, you would think. I did think so. <laughs> so next we turn to the reason why he sold Alibaba and bought Tencent and the timing of that. Why did he do it at the time? So I'm going to, again, I'm going to get the quote right. He says, we had made an investment in Alibaba, for example, and it went down a fair amount. And then I noticed after that, that Tencent also had gone down a fair bit. What we did is we swapped. And another quote related to that from, the, from another of the interviews to follow up. What I did with Tencent Alibaba was I sold Alibaba. I moved the proceeds to process, not Tencent because process is even better than Tencent and I never need to buy Alibaba back again. Process owns a fair chunk of Tencent. So he, as I understand it, he thought it was better to buy process, which owns Tencent because process was also, as he perceived it, really cheap. So it was a better deal to go that way rather than buying 
Tencent directly. So basically what he decided was that Tencent was a better company as an investment and they'd both gone down in price. So he sold Alibaba and bought Tencent to swap them out. But also it was for tax loss harvesting. So what he says directly about that is I made the swap because we got a tax benefit from tax loss selling and I get the tax loss harvest. I would be willing to buy process at a higher price, but I still got the lower price, so it's all okay. And there was also speculation, we don't exactly know, I don't think, that Charlie Munger did the same thing. He sold a chunk of uh, Alibaba, and it was thought that that was for tax loss harvesting as well. There was a situation there on the internet where people were going, Munger sold, Munger sold, and he's really not, not known for doing that. He's known as a very long-term investor, like buying Costco and just keeping on buying it and not selling for decades, and he... But we think that he sold some for tax loss harvesting. Well, and Pabrae has come out and said that he, he that's why he did it. He took the opportunity to sell Barber and swap it out for Tencent, which he thought was a better business. So he got the benefit of tax loss and he also got really good price on Tencent through process. So digging a bit deeper, Pabrae thinks that Tencent is a superior business to Alibaba. Let's see what, exactly what he says about that. He says... I came to the conclusion between the two businesses that Tencent was the better business. Because I thought the Tencent business was superior to the Alibaba business, I was killing multiple birds with one stone, where I'm moving from a business that's good to a business that's even better. So there you go, he just says it, that he thinks Tencent's a, a better business than Alibaba. And more, time will tell if that was the right decision. I think that's okay because we kind of swap one for a very similar business but with somewhat superior economics. So going further, he thinks that Tencent has superior economics to Alibaba. So at this point, I'd just like to ask you to, if you're enjoying this video, please tap that like button to help the YouTube algo and me. Thanks. Pepper does mention a few bullish and bearish points on Alibaba a long way, which is really interesting for shareholders and prospective shareholders. What he says in the for the bullish case is, and again, I want to get this exactly right, he says, they have some very strong moats, some great management. Probably the business does well. Beyond that, you need to do your own homework. So there you go. He said it's got good management and strong moats, which is really important. But doing your own homework, saying do your own due diligence, do your own research, he's not going to say more than that. He didn't even really want to talk about Alibaba, but in these three videos he did. So on the more bearish side, he said this. There should be a lot of other businesses that should be a lot more attractive with probably better economics than Alibaba. So acknowledging that he's he probably owns better businesses with better economics he can, and he can find them even in China and Tencent being one of those, of course. So the other thing he said was, given how large Baba is and how long a run it has had for the length of period it has had, that run, it would not be my pick, top pick or maybe even my fifth or seventh pick. So that's saying quite a lot. He's saying that there are a lot of businesses out there that he'd rather own. And and if you know a bit more about Pabra, you know that he looks for uh, small caps. He's looking in Turkey a lot, in India. So Alibaba is a huge business, a mega cap. So presumably he wouldn't buy it unless it was really cheap, and he thought it was. And perhaps he followed Munga into it, or clone Munga. But... Tencent, he thinks, has obviously got a lot a lot more to run than Baba over the next 10 years or so, but not his top picks, not his seventh pick either. However, Papro does acknowledge that it may not 
be the right decision. He may not have made the right decision. He allows for that. He's not overconfident in it. And so he says this about it, to be exact. But I think that if I had done nothing at all, you know, just kept the position, that's also perfectly fine. So time will tell what happens there. So he's acknowledging over 10 years or so, he, Alibaba might do fine. And Charlie Munger obviously thinks it well so far. So he also said about that. So it's really hard to figure out what these businesses look like in 10 years from now. It's a hard decision. It's not so easy to figure out, but there is enough of a case to be made that they could be doing a lot better in 10 years. And there's a reasonable possibility of that, and we just want to leave it alone. So he's acknowledging that if, if somebody owned Alibaba, as I do, in 10 years' time, it might, it might be fine, it might work out really well. And so his decision to sell may not have been a good one, or Tencent, see, which one, Tencent or Alibaba? Maybe Alibaba will work out better than Tencent. He's betting not. So Pedro also quotes John Templeton about being possibly being wrong about his swapping from Alibaba or selling Alibaba. He says, we have to keep in mind what John Templeton says, that we're going to have a high error rate and we should not be trigger happy. So what he's saying there is it's best just to hold long term like Munger is the kind of the king of just holding for decades and decades and not selling where Pedro here is has held Alibaba for really a short time and swapped it out. So he's saying, I could be wrong here. He's acknowledging that. You know, he's saying it's best to just to hold and hold and hold. More on that, I've made a previous video about what Monash Pabra thinks is the best way to invest, where he does talk about that, holding stocks for a long time. If you're on YouTube, it's at, there'll be a link at the end of the video and also in the description. So those are the things that I found that Pabra said about Alibaba and his swapping to Tencent. Hope you got some value out of that. I did finding out about it. So there'll be more about this kind of thing as we go along. If you're not subscribed to the channel, subscribe on YouTube. And if you're on another podcast player, subscribe or follow there, whatever it allows you to do. And I'll see you next time.